Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. The Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. You may have heard the Kansas City Chiefs are taking aim against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, it's going to be a good game. At least we hope so. Isn't that all? Isn't that just what we want? Especially when it's two teams that with all due respect to their um, fan bases, guys are well liked outside of your uh, bubbles. I don't know a lot of people that like, like America was rooting for the lions, you know, and America was kind of rooting for the Browns for a little bit. Maybe even the Texans. America, I think. I think America was behind the Bills. You know? America's always behind anyone who plays against the Cowboys. I don't know about this one. I don't know. So I do hope it is a a good game. We will see. Andy Reid talking to members of the media uh, today and yesterday with the media night. Saying, hey, look, I don't think it, I don't think we're, you got. I'm not retiring anytime soon here. Andy Reid, you know what's going to be interesting to talk about with him? Where do we rank him all time coach? Where where do we rank him all time coach? I think we got to say top five, easy. Is that is that extreme? Forty four percent of the years he's coached, he's in a championship game. Don Shula's got the most wins at three twenty eight. George Hallis. At 318, Bill Belichick at 302, Andy Reid has 258 right now, Tom Landry had 250, Curly Lambeau had 226, Schottenheimer, Marty had 200, and then you're getting a gap here. Chuck Knoll, 193, Dan Reeves, Chuck Knox, but then when I start to name some of these other names, their winning percent is it's all like in the 500s, 560. 530. Like Dan Reeves has 190 wins, but he's got 165 losses. He coached a long time, had great success, but he's got a 535 winning percentage. Andy Reid's winning percentage is 641. And Belichick's at 647. And Hallis, if we want to go all the way back, is at 682. Don Shula is at 677. So, I mean, you you put him up there with some of the greats. John Madden, he didn't coach as long, but he's 103 and 32. That's 759. Vince Lombardi, again, didn't coach as long and the seasons were shorter. 
96 wins, 34 losses, but he was coaching at a 738 clip. I mean, if you're going to tell me that the top five coaches of all time are in some order, uh, Lombardi, Belichick, Shula, I mean, Andy Reid, is, do, do we... Is he four? Well, Bart, question. At are, minimum? Are we talking Super Bowl era? Because then you got to bring up Paul Brown, Curly Lambeau, George Hallis. Those three come to mind predating, you know, obviously the merger. Yeah, you might have to. I mean, it, it is good that in the NFL when we have these kind of discussions, there's like a there's a really good point of, uh, what do they call it, demarcation, where it's like, okay, not only did they – incorporate the Super Bowl, but the league was different. There were more teams in the league. You know, it wasn't just AFL, NFL. It wasn't just the 12 teams that were played in like Poughkeepsie, you know, and they played more games. So there is a good kind of differentiation between the two. Cause even like putting Curly Lambeau and George Hallis and, you know, Brown, it's like, well, I don't know. It's just, it's different than what these guys have to go through then, but you also don't want to discredit what they did and what their accomplishments were. So even combined, like, if you take every coach ever, top 10 all time, I'm fine with that. And if you say top five Super Bowl era in some order, I'm fine with that too. I don't I don't really know how you could argue against it, honestly, at this point. And then it's just like, well, what do you give more weight to? What do you give more preference to? But Andy Reid is an all-time head coach. And I don't know that there's any denying that anymore. When they did their NFL top 100, they had 10 head coaches, and that wasn't too long ago. Andy Reid wasn't one of those ten. He wasn't. So you're so you're you are insinuating that based on what he's done the last three years, he's now made a jump from outside the top ten to now top five all time. And I'm glad you brought up everyone because you are because uh, Bart to me doesn't Joe Gibbs have to be there? I okay. I mean, we could talk about Joe Gibbs, right? Joe Gibbs, Belichick. Obviously, you put Lombardi. Um, do you put Landry in that conversation? Joe Gibbs was 154-94, 621 winning percentage, obviously Super Bowls. Right. If you give but if you give Joe Gibbs Patrick Mahomes, he's probably winning every year. <laughs> like, what like, if Andy, what if he had won one Super Bowl in Philly? Well, then it's a much different conversation. Yeah. Now now we're talking now again, he was close against the Patriots. I mean, that was a close game. And obviously, we're talking about five NFC title games, if memory serves me correctly. So that 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 yeah, then he enters a different stratosphere. Um, I mean, if you have Andy Reid on your team, sure, you have a forty-four percent chance of going to the title game. Right. I tell you, the other guy in your left, conference. Right. Now, now, forgive me. Forgive me if you mentioned his name. Uh, what about the tuna, the big tuna? Oh, I did not mention the big tuna. I mean, that's. I mean, you talk about being the difference. And maker. we're 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 both we're we're talking about Jim Helpert. Of course. And then the other big tuna, Bill Parcells. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And I'm, and I'm trying to, like, I feel like there were, um, Guy Chamberlain, we're missing him, right? I like, mean, yeah, but uh, I mean, you sit around at the bar and have this conversation. You're going to, you're going to leave out Guy Chamberlain. I'm sure. fine with leaving out oh, Guy Chamberlain. Okay. With all due respect. Okay. To his family. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, you know, another guy you didn't bring up and you have to mention him. I know he wasn't great in South Beach. But he was the difference maker in Dallas. We saw what happened when he left and Jerry Jones and him couldn't get along anymore. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson has to be in that conversation. Yeah, what, what do you do with Mike Tomlin? 
Tomlin's not quite there yet. Harbaugh's not quite there yet. Carroll's not quite there yet. I hope Carroll has a little more life in him as a head coach. But there are so many great head coaches. If any- are you really going to a bar? And yeah. when this conversation comes up, you're going to bring up Guy Chamberlain? Yeah, well, you, I mean, if you want to be... For his success with... The Canton Bulldogs, if, but, but if you Frankfurt want, Yellow Jackets, but if memory and Chicago Cardinals, but if memory serves me correctly, and I'm not I'm not reading this off of Google because I remember when John Madden passed away, the argument to be made about John Madden being one of the all time great coaches was the winning percentage. Obviously, only one Super Bowl, but he won so much, and the only one he came short of was Guy Chamberlain. So yeah, his career winning percentage right. is seven eighty four. Right, Guy Chamberlain for the. Unaware, which includes me until three minutes ago, uh, coached in the 1920s. We're not even talking like, you know, Hallis and uh, Brown and, and and Lambeau. They coach into the, it was 20s, 30s, 40s. Guy Chamberlain coached for like six seasons for four different teams, three, four different teams. Yeah, I mean, but, he, the, what, but what was football in the 1920s? I, okay, but I, no, I, I, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going off Google, I'm not going off Wikipedia. If memory serves it correct, doesn't he have like three or four championships though? Uh, but again, there were eight teams in the league. But if we no, wait a minute now, but that's never held against Babe Ruth when we argue five. about the greatest five, five. five. Okay, so my point exactly. So we never talk about what Babe Ruth played in the 1920s and 30s, and he pitched in the 1910s. Therefore, we can't include him as the greatest baseball player of all time. No, if we're going to apply that logic when it comes to the greatest in other sports, we have to do that for NFL head coaches too. Don't, don't yeah, we, but I'm I'm I don't, I don't really a uh, four time four times as a coach one time right. as a player four times right. as a coach. I mean I mean listen we always bring up Jim Thorpe being one of the all time great athletes that was over a hundred years ago so we always talk about Jack Dempsey Joe Lewis being the heavyweight champions of the world Joe Lewis was basically a hundred years ago Dempsey was definitely a hundred years ago so the same logic has to be applied to Guy Chamberlain now this is the most he's ever been brought up on a national show but we have to be fair and objective here. Yeah, you were talking about Guy Chamberlain, and at first I thought, is he talking about the guy who invented garage door openers? <laughs> you thought I was talking about Wilt the Stilt. Yeah, I was like, well, what was going on here? Why are we talking? Why, why are we talking about garage door openers? Right. I was, I was, I was stunned. Eight five five two one two four two two seven eight five five two one two four CBS. We are talking NFL, as you might expect. We're a we're a sports talk show in the Super Bowls this week. But there's a lot of other storylines that have gotten us to this point. Nate is in Maryland. What's up with you, Nate? B-Dub, what's going on? What's up, Chef? Happy Super Bowl week to y'all fellas, man. Great yes, happy Super Bowl week. You too, Nate. Appreciate it. Man, that last interview was outstanding with the guy from Football Focus, the guy from Minnesota, man. Y'all's back and forth was, was outstanding. And I'm glad he was bringing up all those numbers. And I'm a Washington Commanders fan, and I didn't even know that about Bobby Slowick. And how Mike Shanahan put him onto that job and everything, and I do think analytics has a big place in the league. And but but for me, what Dan Campbell did was coach him out practice. You know, for me, he he would rather it was all his pride too. He rather lose you know his way than win somebody else's way. And you can see it when he went for that three points at the end of the half to make it seventeen. It killed him. You know, you, you just see it on his face, but. That was my thing. I think pride is what gets in the way with, with Dan Campbell's decision making. And you got to take the points. You only go for fourth down when you're down and desperate, or if you up and you can run the clock out. To me, but um, but yeah, for you know Andy Reid to me, he's not top five. You know, I put him top ten. You know, Bart, but you know, I, I'm thinking about you know Vince Lombardi. You got you think I'm thinking about Tony Dungy. You know. 
what about Marv Levy down there in Buffalo? Well, if he wins this weekend, that's that's three Super Bowl wins now. Yeah, I know, but he, he got Pat Mahomes too. Um, Interesting. So I was going to throw that in there, but he's a great coach. I mean, he's definitely top ten. I wouldn't put him top five, but I definitely think you know he he's got. I think he's going he's going to retire. I mean, you know, during that press conference, it sounded like he's about to run out of breath, <laughs> and he sounded like he's kind of on his way out. So I, I think I'm betting the Chiefs. I think Kelsey's on his way out. They want to win it for him and the coach, so I'm betting big on the Chiefs, you know, but uh, I think 27-20. But shout-out to my man Greg, Mr. Positive, man. That's my man. We, but we got to find out where he works at. He has a lot of questions, Bart. Like, he might be with the FBI or something, man. But uh, I, I love Greg. Um, we got to get that other guy on there. He was talking about Mr. Negative. He was crazy. He was in a bad mood that day. But uh, I can't oh, wait. Oh, I, I think I'm going to get to him next. Oh, get to him, man. That's my man. <laughs> that dude, he's grouchy, man. But great show. You hitting your stride, bar. We loving you down here in the DMV. We appreciate y'all, man. Y'all get us to work the next day. And, um, man, great show as always. Can't wait for the Super Bowl, man. All right, Nate. Uh, we may hear that again. That's that's certainly clippable, some of the stuff he said. Thank you, Nate. Well done. Um, I did get it. Somebody emailed me. Somebody found my email. Uh, not that it's hidden, but... A guy named John says, am I the only one bored to death with this guy, Mr. Positive, calling three or four different CBS shows every single friggin' day? Because Greg in Michigan is the only one that calls multiple CBS sports <laughs> radio shows, of course. Let's pick on Greg, whoever <laughs> sent you that hey, email. Let's let's not tell John that Solomon Wilcox <laughs> was on four different shows yesterday as a guest. Hey, Bart, listen, for anyone that gives Greg uh, any kind of gruff... Um, He's the same on the phone with me that he is on the air. So he he's a genuine dude. Yeah, that's. I mean, we're just looking for genuine genuineness. Exactly. exactly. Genu, genuineness. Now, does he ask a lot of questions? Sure, he does. Now, does he want to have a reunion as bad as possible with you and Chris Cuomo as much as everyone seems to want with Simon and uh, Garfunkel? Yes. I mean, there's no history between me and Chris Cuomo. Well, and I'm still not even sure that Chris Cuomo's show takes phone calls. I don't know what Greg's talking about. <laughs> no, Greg, he wouldn't lie about that. He would not lie about that. Huh. I'm telling you, there must be some element to it. Maybe they don't air it, but there might be some element to it. And I, I Like, didn't Larry King used to take phone calls? All the time. All yeah. the time. And remember, it's Chris Cuomo's, it's not on CNN anymore. I think it's Newsmax or something like that. So obviously he has a lot more No, free he's reign. on News News Nation. News Nation. So he has a lot more free yeah. reign or autonomy in terms of what goes on. That That's not going to happen on a 30-minute cable show, but it would on something like a News Nation. And it'd be nice to see Bart Winkler on with Chris Cuomo. Yeah, all right. Let's hook it up. Uh, here's Dave in Miami, who I think did call as Mr. Negative one night. What's up, Dave? He's actually Mr. Neutral. Neutral. Mr. Neutral tonight. I call us Mr. Negative to to your boy uh, Ryan Hickey, which which is like never again. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> what I want to talk about today, what I want to talk about today is Embiid and the problem with the big man is that no one follows the model of Chamberlain. Chamberlain was seven feet and two seventy, never got hurt. So then everybody's trying to match up to Shaq. Shaq never got hurt either at three hundred pounds. So. And I wanted to touch on. Um, so what? What's the difference with what does Embiid do? Why does he get hurt? Because he's it's different era. Number two. Number two is that you know he likes to eat. He's like Zion. Zion's always going to be hurt. He's, he's always gonna he likes nothing. to eat. Embiid's in decent shape. The guy runs around with a gut. What are you talking about? You don't see that? 
Dude, he's seven feet two eighty. That's the same kind of specifications uh, yeah, the other guys were. Embiid's problem is Embiid. Embiid's problem is that he plays like he's on ice. Guys always falling down. Like stay up, dude. Yeah, but you saw what happened after he had, he had his seventy points. He went out load management. You knew that was going to happen. Well, but and he was point, hurt though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Careful. If, if I'm making if I'm making thirty million dollars a year, I'm, I'm going to play it out. You know, this is a different era. Guys back in the day, they, they would play through anything. But my other point is that you know, not to go back to to Mister Positive, but I was going to come in as a. Fredo Cuomo, but um, you know I changed my <laughs> changed my thing up. But uh, also um, the the thing with Giannis is like I know how much you love Giannis in Milwaukee, but never say never. Kareem left too, so. Well, yeah, we don't talk about say, that in Milwaukee. Uh, we don't talk about that. Not, it, and when it comes to dreams, your dreams don't exist, so just give up on them. Have a good night, guys. Your dreams don't exist. Give up on them. Oh, man. He doesn't have to uh, anoint himself Mr. Negative. You'll do it for him now. I, w- I want to be somewhat of a net positive in the life of anyone who comes across the show. And it doesn't need to be much. So if it's like, hey, you know, I enjoyed that, whether we're talking about something or if I learned something or that was an interesting call, that was an interesting perspective, I learned something... Or even if there's something that I say, or if you're like, man, I really don't like this guy, but that part of you awakens and your hatred of me makes you feel alive. Just any anything. I just want to somewhat enhance just a little bit, a little bit. You know how they always say, you know, make the place nicer than what you found it. That's what I want to do with people's day every day. And so that's why I cannot endorse or co-sign your dreams don't exist, so give up on them. Dave, I'm sorry. I cannot I cannot co-sign that one. And in fact, I have to even make a point to speak out against it. Because that is that that's that's a tough blow. Your dreams don't exist, so give up on them. <laughs> that that needs to be on a that needs to be on a poster in like 95% of the offices in America, just as a reminder that uh, we're all you know, you're doing this for the check. And uh, your boss hates you. 855-212-4227. More from you guys straight ahead. It's the Bart Winkler Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Nate is in Maryland. What's up with you, Nate? B-Dub, what's going on? Great show. You hitting your stride, Bart. We loving you down here in the DMV. We appreciate y'all, man. Y'all get us to work the next day. And, um, man, great show as always. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Oh, it's the... I mean, it shouldn't be a secret. I, I think it's very obvious. If you say... Something nice about the host. There's a chance that you'll hear your voice again on the radio. I mean, it's it's a it's a tale as old as time. I mean, this is this is uh, this is simple stuff here, folks. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's look at our Navy Federal Credit Union Defensive Player of the Week. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. 
who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Let's use a game from tonight to give out this honor. We'll, We'll give it to Andre Drummond. Four blocks, 16 rebounds. The Bulls beat the Timberwolves in overtime tonight, 129-123. But we're also going to credit some of the other guys on his team. Also four blocks for uh, Vukovic. Also four blocks for Caruso. Four steals from DeRozan. So the Timberwolves playing good basketball. The Bulls kind of in this NBA purgatory. But they faced each other tonight, and the Bulls got a fun overtime victory. And defense came to play especially in key moments. So they get our Defensive Player of the Week award. Again, thanks to our friends at the Navy Federal Credit Union, where their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti coming up on the updates. We've been talking about the Super Bowl. We've been looking at this from a Chiefs perspective, as well as the 49ers, of course trying to figure out what this win does for the legacy of Andy Reid. He kind of denied reports or rumors or rumblings that he was thinking about hanging them up anytime soon. Uh, The Chiefs uh, Brass and Clark Hunt uh, also kind of said, you know, it's just not something that we're too worried about right now. So, again, he could always go out on top and ride off into the sunset like it's a 1950s Western, but I would feel like and think, um, that Andy Reid's still going to be coaching for a while. 855-212-4227. Tabor is in Portland. What's happening? Hey, how you doing, Bart? Hey. Uh, and Shep, enjoy the, enjoy the show. And I uh, was enjoying the conversation. We're talking about all-time great NFL coaches. Um, one name you guys omitted was uh, Bill Walsh. Um, and I know that uh, Belichick has, you know, he's, Potentially going to break uh, Shula's all-time wins record as the most Super Bowl appearances by any head coach, um, as well as wins. But in terms of innovation, I think Bill Walsh has had a far greater impact on the NFL than Belichick has in terms of innovators. With the West Coast offense, um, you have coaches like Shanahan, Mike McDaniel that uh, have basically taken the West Coast offense and have morphed it into their own offensive philosophy that, you know, is uh, reshaping the NFL. But I, it, all, it all goes back to, uh, to Bill Walsh, in my opinion, who was also 3-0, and perfect, uh, perfect Super Bowl record. And he also coached in an era in which he, he regularly faced Hall of Fame coaches like Joe Gibbs and Bill Parcells. But to me, he's he's the all-time great in terms of innovation. That's a really strong answer uh, and a bad omission by us. Thanks for the call and thanks for bringing that up because not only can you look at and, – and one of the things that we were looking at when we were talking about coaches is we're comparing their records, we're comparing their championships, that sort of stuff, the real like front cover kind of stuff. But Bill Walsh, again, with the innovation, as he mentioned, and then also the coaching tree, like the guys that coached with him and then – spread their wings elsewhere and had great success and then had their own coaching tree. If you want to look at a guy like George Seifert coming from Bill Walsh or even Dennis Green, and then from Dennis Green comes Brian Billick or Mike Holmgren, and from Holmgren comes Mariucci and John Gruden, and from Gruden comes Mike Tomlin and Raheem Morris, and and from Holmgren comes 
Andy Reid. And from Reid comes John Harbaugh and all these other guys that you can connect. Really, if you want to, you can connect a lot of guys back to Bill Walsh. So very good answer there as we're just kind of kicking that around. Again, just not, not a not a... Not a like, hey, uh, what's, who's the best coach of all time? We're not, we're not consulting the Bartometer on this one, but just kind of a casual bar conversation of which Guy Chamberlain. I don't know what Guy Chamberlain's coaching tree is, uh, I will say. 855-212-4CBS. Adam's in Toronto. Hello, Adam. Bart, what's going on, man? How are you tonight? Good. What's up? Good. Um, I don't. So I've been hearing online the last, I don't know, a couple of days, and I, I haven't really heard a time. But I want to know if you knew about this. So there's some theory going around that Mike Vrabel never got a job this coaching site because he's too intimidating. He's too tall. Is that like? Have you heard anything about that? There was. Uh, it wasn't even so much a report. Diana Rossini of the Athletic was on the was on one of the podcasts that they have, and she had mentioned that a GM told her. And they always say anonymous, which is fine. But there was a GM that said something like, you know, Mike Vrabel, he's just kind of, he comes off as too intimidating. Um, I, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I've been, like, I don't know. I, I think I, I it's as ridiculous. Okay. Here's what I want to say. I think it's as ridiculous as, as everybody else does, but I'm also like, Think of when you meet a girl's dad for the first time. And there's some dads that just, they answer the door, and you can see that shadow before you even, like, their shadow engulfs you. And you're like, man, yeah. I don't even, I don't, I don't know if I need to, I don't even know if I keep seeing this one. So turn, turn I think around. there might be some credence to this, as stupid as it is. I don't know. All I'm saying is if that's actually true and that report's actually true, which I, I don't even know, but. I would if my team fired a coach and had the opportunity to fire or to hire a genius like Mike Rabel, I would and they didn't because he's too intimidating and too tall and too big, I would just quit watching football together. I would give up because that is it's absolutely ridiculous. And then I wasn't Well especially because big Jordan. guys like that are football guys. Yeah, it's like Dan Like Campbell. now we like now Dan we have with, we have sizeism problems in the league. Yeah, it's like it's like Dan Campbell, but he, like Mike Rabel is a master manipulator of the clock. So I don't know. I don't know, man. But I was going to talk about Ken Dorsey, and Chef and I were talking about it. I actually sent him the clip. But um, I, 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 you guys started talking about, like, old-time players and old time, all this old-time stuff. And I don't know. I've been seeing this uh, conspiracy floating around on Twitter, like, over the last, like, week or two about um, – and you guys are talking about old basketball players and old uh, old everything. And I just, I just wanted to bring this up and, and see if you've heard about it. But – I've, We're kind of like the sports radio uh, version of a encyclopedia. Thank you. I love it. I love it. That's why I tune in every night, man. I love this show. Um, but there's this conspiracy going around about how Wilt never actually scored a hundred, and because there's no actual footage of it. Is that like? <laughs> have you heard about that? <laughs> uh, there's, that's... There's, there's footage of Babe Ruth swinging the bat in 1910, and everyone's like, "Okay, well, we have footage of Babe Ruth in 1910. How can we not have Wilt scoring a hundred in 1960? Right? Like, so like." If you're and of course there's always parts of conspiracies that make sense, but like I just I don't know I think that's pretty ridiculous like a pretty ridiculous thing to say, especially considering like why would the NBA do a black man any favors in 1960? Like it just doesn't make sense to me. So like why would they do that for Wilt? So I was wondering if you heard anything about that, but um, if you can go check out that Ken Dorsey interview with the Browns, man, if you want a good laugh because 
I'm not well, wait, how did we get from Ken Dorsey to Will Chamberlain? <laughs> That's a great transition. No, no, no. You were I, you were I, talking I, about Dorsey <laughs> and conspiracy, and yeah. so I'm like, no, I want I'm it. frantically no, no, looking up what the Ken Dorsey thing is, and then you brought up Wilt. No. And then no, and then I'm like, oh, then I totally forgot about Ken Dorsey. And then you said Ken Dorsey again. So we do have the clip that Adam sent me, Bart, and it's in there's, reference. It's a great setup. Adam, if you if, if it's all right with Bart, if but you is this about up, Dorsey or yes. Wilt? Yes, the what? Honestly, I was just wondering if you heard about the Wilt thing, but I, I originally when I've I heard called, about the Wilt thing. I I think it's I okay. I I I believe Wilt scored a hundred points. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So, so do I. But I was going to talk about Ken Dorsey, but. Anyways, I'll stop with the ADD and uh, and uh, I'll, I'll let you check out that Ken Dorsey clip, man, because it, it is genuinely funny if you listen to it. I, hey, Bart, right, do you want to so the... have Adam set it up? Sure. Adam, set it up for us, man. So basically, Ken, I don't know what Ken Dorsey got hired into for the Browns, but he, he pretty much he had his press conference today or yesterday or something. But I'll sum it up, and if you could play the clip after, Chef, he pretty much just said, um, he's very excited to work with Deshaun Watson because he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league, which was lie number one. Um, and then he, he went on to say, and I, from everything I hear, Deshaun Watson's a pretty good person. And if you just listen to the clip, man, it's, it's yeah, let's hear the clip. Let's, let's it. hear the, this yeah. is Will Chamberlain. You say, no, oh, this is Ken Dorsey. Okay. This is a, this is Ken Dorsey, new, uh, OC with the Browns. He's one of the premier quarterbacks in this league, and um, from everything I've I've heard about him, uh, a really quality human being. So I'm just excited about that opportunity. Yeah. So this is like what happened last night when somebody called in and said uh, they never heard of Taylor Swift before. Ken Dorsey must not have ever heard of Deshaun Watson before. He must have been living under a rock the last two years. All I'm saying is yeah. good luck, Browns fans, because that guy made Josh Allen look bad for a year and a half. So. Good luck with Deshaun Watson because he's already cooked. So you got a pretty bad offensive coordinator too. So you know, I I know Cleveland's been suffering forever. Get ready to suffer until that guy's gone because that guy's a doofus. All right, that is uh, Adam in Toronto with uh, many different things on his mind, which is always which is always fine. I mean, we are we are humans. The human brain is a magnificent thing, and uh, you know, I shouldn't limit anybody to just one. To just one topic. 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. What do we got on the mind tonight? America. What do we got on the mind tonight? Uh, North America. Australia. We took a call from Australia. I believe. I still. It was the other night. I'm still not sure if that was a goof or not. But you can get us worldwide on the Odyssey app. You can download that app. It's free to listen to. Free to download. Doesn't make you check the face ID or any of that mumbo jumbo. You just get in and, and you start listening. 
855-212-4CBS. Johnny is in Atlanta. Hello, Johnny. What's going on, Bart? Um, I think the Chiefs going to win. Of course the Chiefs going to win. And I, if I was Andy Reid, I was just going to retire. Leave out on top. You don't got nothing else left to prove. But my thing is, I want to talk about. I, see, if I was Andy Reid, I'd just be like, man, this is easy. We can just get here this easy. I'm just going to keep doing this. And well, then that, that same thing Belichick thought too. But you know, hey, he didn't leave on top. Well, if Mahomes Reed. leaves, then then Reid should leave. Mahomes, Belichick's yeah. like, no, no, I could do it with Mac Jones. Yeah, okay. And then I want to talk about that Joel and B. The reason why this is my opinion. The reason why Joel, uh, it's not even Joel and B. Zion. Uh, Lamelo, all of them get hurt because when they're in high school, they start playing basketball. They went in October. From October to February, it's high school season. They go straight into AAU season where you play sixty games in less than three months. That's like four games a weekend. That's why every time that you see the young kids go there, they need to be bad. They be already beat up. They, there's too many games for AAU season. There's too many. My son play AAU season. I don't need him playing that many games. But my last thing, I got a question for Shep. Hey, Shep, who won between Desmond and um, Jordan Love this week, this year? <laughs> hey, what, do you, what does that mean? Yeah, I'm just letting you know. Every time I talk to you, I got to let you know Desmond beat Jordan Love because you keep on talking about how good Jordan Love is. That was like week two. That was like week two. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, you talking about uh, Brock Purdy. Is overrated when Desmond, when Jordan Love only played fourteen games. All right, all right. Who good. did who did Desmond Ritter beat Wild Card Weekend? Huh? Who did Desmond Ritter beat Wild Card Weekend? Hey, this is his first year as a starter. It might be his last year as a starter too, but you don't know. We don't know yet. I hope not, but you know. But you keep on. That sounded like more like, like an excuse than an answer. Hey, I'm just saying, you keep on talking about Brock Purdy like he ain't did in two years. He did more than Jordan Love. We're not Purdy doing a Brock Purdy night tonight again. I, I'm I, telling I, I, you, I, I he it, is I, a good quarterback. You guys are okay, all like, no, it. he's a future Hall of Famer. And I'm like, uh, can we wait? Nah, I just, I just got to let you know that doesn't really beat your boy. All right, I'll let you go. All right, Johnny. Okay, 855-212-4227. 85212-4CBS. Shep, what if I what if I was like I will give you hmm what would I what 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 would I hmm, I'm trying to figure out what it should be. I'll either give you $100 for every touchdown Brock Purdy throws or I'll give you $200 for every interception he throws. What would you pick? Oh, without question, the touchdown ratio as opposed to the interception. He's, I mean, he's got, what, one interception the entire postseason? Okay. Remember you said that. Oh, I, I gladly would, would take, uh, I see, I'm going to bet on Brock Purdy, never against. Only Packers fans at this point of the season would bet against him. You're going to bet? I thought you didn't, I thought you didn't, uh, I thought you didn't do that. Well, I don't. But if I had, you said if. Uh, Hypothetical. Okay, okay, okay. No, okay. I, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't waste away money and put it down the drain. Nope. I would think that you, you, because when you have a prediction, you're very confident in the prediction. So if you're that confident, why don't, why don't we make a little scratch? Gambling's legal. <laughs> you know? Bart, when you live in New York City, and this is mm-hmm. not a knock against Milwaukee, I love Milwaukee, mm-hmm. um, 
you cannot afford to gamble with anything monetarily. If you live in Milwaukee, there's a little bit of wiggle room. Prices are actually affordable when it comes to cost of living. Not in New York City. I, ca- I cannot. Oh yeah, it. hey, yeah. I'll tell you what. Here, gas, gas. You don't even have to pay for gas. You just look at the clerk and tip your hat, and you are on your way no, here not, in Milwaukee. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying you could buy, you know, a house for seventy five thousand dollars in Milwaukee. Don't get me wrong, but in Milwaukee, it's relatively affordable, and anything's affordable compared to New York City, and anyone knows that. They they don't even charge me. I just walk out the store with my groceries, and oh, yeah. I feed my family for weeks. Yeah, it's a very trustworthy uh, grocery store you got there. Well, we're we're still we're still in the Midwest, which is flyover country. We're on a barter system. We're 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 not in like East Coast sophisticated times yet. We're like ah, we like trade goods and services. So um, I get free groceries because the grocer likes the show, cool. and I provide him entertainment. So I get free bread and uh, eggs. And let me guess, you know your mailman, you know your butcher. Um... You know your deli clerk. That's that's great to hear. You know your neighbors. You're over each other's houses and apartments every single week. Good did for I you. Already, did I bring this up on this show? I don't remember. Um, my mailman. I see my mailman every day. Okay, and like if I'm going to give a gift for Christmas to anybody, it would be my mailman, right? Because you see him every day, you know, and that's a thing that people do. But this guy that picks up our recycling once every two weeks, the week of Christmas, he always leaves a note that says happy holidays, which is nice, right? But then he puts his name and address. Like, what What are you doing? What, do you want, am I supposed to send you a card now? Oh, talk about begging for something. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's almost so bold. That next year, should he do it, I might send him 20 bucks. Yeah, see, I think it's obnoxious and nervy. And I think, listen, if, if you want to insinuate and kind of nudge people towards giving you something during the holidays, even though it's only once uh, every other week, um, you can certainly say happy holidays to kind of get them in that mindset. But to send them your address along with your you know name, um, that that's really tacky. I don't think most people would be uh If he was just like, happy holidays, right, Mike. Right. That's all you need. That's, that's all you one need. thing. Correct. But he's like, happy holidays, and then he puts his cash app sign on there. I'm like, oh, geez, man. Now, if you want to call your shot and say, if I have been perfect delivering the goods for you every other week, 26 times a year, I would greatly appreciate um, your you know, recognition, approval in some way, shape, or form in a holiday gift. No, these recycling guys, they half-ass it, man. The garbage people take care of me, yeah. but the recycling guys, it's like, so then, yeah. did they even come this week? So then half-ass a uh, holiday gift back to them and send them like a torn-up dollar bill. That'll teach them a lesson. Oh, and now I can't, I can't recycle, because I would always, you know, you have a garbage can and a recycling can, right? But now you have to empty out, you can't, you can't put it in plastic bags. They make you dump everything into the can. All right, and there's composting. I mean, it, it becomes complicated. Oh God! Yeah, I know. I know. At least, at least in the Midwest, we still have we still have real straws, unlike those paper straws you East Coast elitists are drinking out of. Oh, we 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 definitely have those for sure. <laughs> paper paper straw. I, I I like the principle of a paper straw, and I I want to save this environment as much as the next guy, but. Man, do they taste gross and don't work. They are they are they are faulty. We have not yet perfected the paper straw. Uh Cell is in South Carolina. What's up, Cell? Bart. Hey. What up? What's going on? Oh, not much. What's up with you? 
Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Hey, I think it was uh, the caller, a couple callers before. I think that was actually the caller who disagreed with me the other day. Was that him? Uh, Might have been. Okay. okay. Well, I don't actually, know. I, agree with, I think I agree with him tonight. But uh, I think he was the one who was talking about Vrabel, right? He was talking about Vrabel tonight? Yeah. The whole, yeah, the whole Diana Rossini situation. Well, that Diana Rossini situation with Mike Vrabel and Mike Florio, I heard you say, with the Andy Reid story. And then I don't know if you guys heard Brian Windhorse, who was talking about uh, LeBron James using, like, a Knicks towel for leverage towards the Lakers, which is crazy. Yeah, that's, like, know. the most – if 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 you could time capsule LeBron, that's the most LeBron thing ever. It's so <laughs> passive-aggressive and dumb and so ineffective. Like, what, 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 what – oh, Lakers, oh, he's he's using a Knicks towel. Or they're at the Knicks game. They have Knicks exactly. towels there. Exactly. Big deal. Well, yeah, what I, I was trying to do was send a signal, and then uh, it's it's just like I I okay I I'm a LeBron guy. I try to be a LeBron guy as much as the next guy, but man, the way that he tries to send messages is about as dumb or bad as anybody I've ever seen. Well, that's Brian Windhorst for you. He's the man, right? He's he's uh the spokesman for LeBron. I guess he's been doing that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, since the since the high school days, sure. Yeah, I don't know if any of these stories are true, but it seems like 2024 is like the year of the clicks. It's like, let's just get clicks now. Uh, but uh, the Kadarius-Tony situation is crazy, too. I, I know I, I heard uh, someone ask him if he can be like a number one receiver, and he said, yeah, if he get the ball. So it's like yeah. he's just like throwing weird shots at his own team. That's going to be a real interesting situation. And Mahomes, his dad, I seen his mug shot today. Oh, God, you have not partied until you look like him. Oh, man. Uh, I did not see the mugshot. I'll have to check that out, Sal. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yes, sir. That's Sal uh, with a little bit of a news brief there. Uh, I didn't see Patrick Mahomes Sr. Um, let's see. What did he What did he look like? How was that mugshot? Oh, he's it's a big, he's got a big smile. Big smile on his face. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, we could see Kadarius Tony. We could actually see some other Chiefs reinforcements. But will any of them matter? I'll bring that up coming up. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 